It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. What's up, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of the CHGO Bears podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. I'm your host, Nicholas Moriano, filling in for Adam Hogue, who's on vacation, and Will DeWitt, who's also on vacation. But we, we got you covered here at CHGO with a great lineup of guests. And this week, it starts off with one of my colleagues here at CHGO, Luke Stuckmeyer. How are you doing, man? Good, good. Yeah, and you know it's the scab crew when they're bringing me in for the <laughs> podcast. It's like... It's like a scab referees, scab umpires. <laughs> Bring in Stuckmeyer. Call the lefty. I, I don't think that's the case. Uh, you, <laughs> Luke, you do a fantastic job with, with the Cubs, with, with Cody and the crew there. But I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts real quick before we start talking Bears. Yeah, right? yeah. And obviously, right. being the CHGO Bears podcast, White Sox-Cubs just kind of wrapped up their, their Crosstown series uh, over the weekend. What were your thoughts on, on what the Cubs were able to do? Honestly, for both teams, I would think both sides of town are disappointed. Not the Sox mm-hmm. because they swept, but because they're going to lose Tim Anderson for a long stretch of time. Yeah. I don't know if it's the rest of the season. I don't think they've announced that yet today, but it's a bad injury. It's a groin injury. It's not going to be good, and I don't care what side of town you're rooting for. Tim Anderson's a baseball player you want to see. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're one of those Cubs fans that hates the White Sox or a White Sox fan that doesn't like Cubs. Tim Anderson's a, a great baseball player. He's good for the city. He's good for baseball. Um, I want to see him play. So I think the Sox, despite winning or getting a split, that they, they're disappointed. The Cubs, on the other hand, Crosstown, well, I mean, they should have won both. Yeah, they no, should have split. Easily. And then you come back and you play the Brewers and womp, womp. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I didn't even get a chance to watch the the game that went to extra innings. I was just kind of updating it on, nah, on my ESPN brutal. app and you know, Jake, you know, Berger going and getting the the win there. But yeah, when I heard the Tim Anderson news, though, it's like Adam Hogan and I were always talking about the Sox, and it's yeah. like a roller coaster ride with them. And anytime you lose a guy that means that much to the team, I don't know. Like I was, I have a bet made on points bet that the the White Sox will win the AL Central. Yeah. And you can you can cash out on that. I lose like nine bucks on it, and I'm I'm debating whether or not that's going to be the case. Ah, for me. you You know, I think they're four and, four and a half. Wins games look back. pretty good too. Exactly. So it's it's uh, I'm mixed emotions here, but it it was also just Memorial Day weekend. And did you do anything special there, Luke? Uh, I didn't do, do anything. Family? I didn't do anything super special. I know uh, Joey's on the ones and twos over there. He he did up a little cub action, right? Yeah, so I was actually at the first game yesterday, and then I met up with a couple of friends in Wrigley, and I was convinced to buy another ticket. So it actually, oh, double duty. A- 18 innings yesterday at Wrigley, <laughs> zero wins. Uh, I've now been to five on the season, no wins for me yet. So I think I'm going to start hammering the opposition on points bet every time I go because I might be a bad luck charm or something, but yeah. I hey, saw Cody, though. It was fun. It was fun. Hey, Cody was there, you know. He's going to hammer the, the bets, but I'm going to guess that after 18 innings at Wrigley Field on a hot day, <laughs> there was some hammering going on for sure. Oh, for sure. And uh, I'm surprised you're here at work today, Joey. So uh, props to you, you for stepping here. up. Come on. It's not my first rodeo. <laughs> it's not my first rodeo. <laughs> there you go. There no. you go. So um, we, we didn't do anything super exciting. We walked downtown and had, uh, I live in Arlington Heights, and they've got a great like alfresca eating area. Like They closed down the streets. And open up the street and the sidewalks yeah, yeah. for all the restaurants. So, you know, we hit that up. Took the little guy over there. N- nothing super exciting. Watched a little. I didn't watch all the Cubs because it was. I knew. 
I was disappointed in the fact that they didn't bring up Caleb Killian, and then when they didn't bring him up, they brought up Swarmer, and he deserved to win. Mm-hmm. A guy that was in Division Two pitching in an adult baseball league at one point comes out and throws a great game, and then you give the game away at the end. So that, I, I was disappointed in that. But other than that, nothing super exciting. We had Cubs. We had we you know did baseball here most of the weekend, and mm-hmm. then so Memorial Day was my day off, and I just kind of laid low, had a couple hot dogs. There you go. The usual. Hey, that's a good way to spend it. Actually, you mentioned you bring up Arlington Heights. My girlfriend and I are actually looking to move, maybe in that area. Oh yeah, um, just a. Be in between Hallis Hall and maybe right. Field. So, uh, what's your favorite restaurant down there? We we really like Salsa Seventeen. It's great. That's a, that's a really great. good. Let restaurant. me recommend the Burnt Ends. Uh, I think it's they call it Queso Fundido or something like that. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. Burnt Ends and the melted cheese with oh. the chips. Whew. I haven't ate lunch yet, Pretty so that, that sounds uh, Pretty fantastic right now. Pretty good. Yeah, that's that's a good restaurant. Uh, Cortland's is on the corner, and there's a Cortland's. The original Cortland's is right here on Cortland and Ashland. Yeah in the city uh used to live in that neighborhood so that was a place we'd always gone to um scratchboard kitchen okay. for breakfast yep. is good mm-hmm. your biscuit sandwich there you go some good places okay yeah i mean it's not it's not downtown chicago for food but as far as the suburbs go like a dining experience outside feel like you're at least going out and doing something Arlington Heights is pretty good. Nice, nice. I see Cody's in the chat here. Yeah. He said, I saw Intoxicated Joey yesterday. Oh. Oh, oh no. no, no that was a Joey. Out. <laughs> truth comes out. There it is. Hey, it happens. 18 innings of baseball. That's a long, long time. Um, for me, it was just a bunch of hanging around with friends and family I hadn't seen in a while. Yeah. Uh, I started off the weekend, though, um, doing the the Murph challenge on Saturday. And What's Luke, that? So basically, it's a challenge dedicated to Michael Murphy, who was a United States Navy SEAL officer, and he was awarded the Medal of Honor and for his actions during uh, the war in Afghanistan. And every year they do this challenge. And here's how it goes to honor him. It starts with a mile run. Then you have to do 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and 300 body squats and end it with another mile run. You could split up the, the push-ups, pull-ups, squats in any way that yeah. you want. And, I mean, like... It was hot, too. It was hot yeah. out. Oh, yeah. So, I got to do it inside of the gym that I work out in, thank goodness. But, man, like, that is a that is a challenge that if you have not trained for it, like, like me, like, it, it smacks you right in the face initially. <laughs> Next year, you do that with the sandbag on your shoulder? You're supposed to do it with, like, yeah. a 20-pound vest. And I'm like, what? I would still be doing it <laughs> on Saturday what? if I had to do something like that. But... Um, you lost me at the first mile. <laughs> Let's be honest. Start off with that, yeah. and then you got all the push-ups, pull-ups, squats, but that's how it started. And then I went more casual, just hanging out, drinking, eating some good food, and you know, having a good time. So, um, Well, that's cool. I mean, that's a, a nice, nice thing to do, too, on Memorial Day, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. everybody goes out and does the picnic and, the, you know, all that stuff, but it's not really a day where we're all supposed to be running around happy and having fun. So at least that acknowledges the real reason for Memorial Day. Yeah, yeah. I remember as a kid, we always had a family picnic mm-hmm. out in the, the Crystal Lake area because I have a lot of cousins out that okay. way. And I remember as a little kid swimming once on Memorial Day in Crystal Lake. And other than that, Every other Memorial Day I can remember in my entire lifetime in the Chicago area was like 50 in rain. So oh. yesterday being like, I don't know what it ended up being, almost 90 degrees was just mm-hmm. just crazy. Yeah, just different. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, what's though. that mean for the rest of the summer? Are we going to be like 105 the rest of the year? I don't know. With, with Chicago weather, it can be anything, <laughs> any out. given day. But, all right. We do have bears to talk about, yeah, yeah. and I promise we're going to talk some bears. And I think when whenever you're going to have a discussion about the Chicago Bears, it usually starts with QB1, Justin Fields. Um, and where we want to start this discussion, everybody, and for you in the chat, I want you to definitely chime in here as well. Justin Fields had an exclusive interview, or Bleacher Report interviewed Justin Fields, and in that interview, he had some glowing words to say about the wide receivers that he's going to work with here. So Justin Fields uh, on the Bears receivers, he said, I have plenty of confidence in myself and my teammates that we're going to get the job done. So it's an interesting comment, and I think obviously for Justin Fields, you have to be confident in, right. in your team, right, in your teammates. And now, Joey, do we have the graphic of the actual 
wide receivers that are on this Bears roster. There we go. So for people who are just listening to the podcast, I'll read off the names real quickly. Starting off, Byron Pringle, Darnell Mooney, Valus Jones Jr., Equinemius St. Brown, Daz Newsom, Nasimba Webster, David Moore, Kevin Shaw, Chris Fink, Tajay Sharp, Dante Pettis, and good old Isaiah Coulter. So, look, there's the, the list of wide receivers. I see you're shaking your head over here, and for people who are commenting, just what are your thoughts? Why are you feeling about this group of wideouts that Justin Fields is going to use in a very pivotal year two? Well, I see uh, Jobin down at the bottom says, Fields to Julio Jones sounds pretty tasty, yeah? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. That's not what this team... I don't believe this team is going to the playoffs, so I don't know that adding Julio Jones right now does anything other than maybe give Justin Fields somebody that he can trust. I look at that list and I go, uh, there aren't too many teams that are going to, honestly, this is, this is just my opinion, but there aren't going to be too many teams in the NFL that have a worse receiving core than that group. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean there isn't potential in that group. Exactly. But when you say unproven, that's what you're really looking at. You have, and don't get me wrong, Allen Robinson was not great last year. It seemed like he kind of checked out and wasn't into it. But at least he was a proven player, you know? And, and I don't get me wrong. Again, I know he was like 50% of Allen Robinson last year. But at least you had Allen Robinson. Now it's Darnell Mooney, who you, you believe in. But I don't know that he's a number one. Maybe he will be someday, but I don't know that he's a number one. And after that, you have a list of guys. Pringle's the next biggest name on the list. And, you know, he's out doing donuts in a parking lot. So I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you could be excited about that list. That said, when you look at the list and you're Justin Fields, as you said, what's he supposed to say? He's not going to come out and say, well, they could have done a lot more in the draft. I yeah. wish they would have because then, I mean, everybody's I mean, going to look at him and be like, well, he's a quitter. When the PR staff's going to be like, gosh, oh, crap. Yeah, I mean, he can't. There's nothing else he can say other than, I'm very confident. I love this group, yada, yada, yada. I, honestly, he can't be feeling totally that way. No matter how great they look in practice, um, again, maybe there's potential there, but nobody on that list is NFL proven. Even Darnell Mooney, to say he is NFL proven as like an elite wide receiver. I'd say that's a stretch. Like, he's, he's had really good moments, and he's outdone his draft pick already, and he's, mm-hmm. you know, I like him, but I wouldn't say he's, uh, he's not a top 10 receiver in the NFL. No, and here's the thing, too. Even though Allen Robinson had the season that he did, as a defense, when you still see number 12 out there, you still got to put your defense yeah. to allocate to, to an Allen Robinson. Even though he didn't have the season that he did, it does open things for a Darnell Mooney, and you know, get, getting over 1,000 yards um, last season, that's good for him. Now you want to see what he can do as a number one. So yeah. now there's not that opposite threat to him in terms of a proven talent like an Allen Robinson despite not having the season that, you know, he's used to having. Now we got to see that from Darnell Mooney. Someone in the comments here mentioned that the Bears do have a lot of speed, and that they actually they do. That's something that you can look at the guys that are on there, like a Byron Pringle runs a 4-4. Darnell Mooney's in the, the upper four threes. Valus Jones Jr. also has a lot of speed. And then in that same comment, they mentioned Getsy in the scheme. And that's where maybe if you're, if you're on the optimistic side about this Bears wide receiver core, that's where you got to look first. How is Luke Getsy, a new Bears offensive coordinator, someone who's only called plays in the preseason, going to utilize a group of guys that are definitely unproven? They... They are not number ones, but can you do a approach by committee? Like, you right, know, right? right? Just get everybody involved. You never know where the ball's going to go on any given play. So I get it. I get why Fields has to say that. And you know, he, he, he's been working in the offseason with Darnell Mooney. He was with Ryan Poles when they were kind of scouting for Bayless Jones Jr. So he's looked into some of these guys and how they can make this offense better going into year two for him but when you look at the if you just look at the names it is definitely underwhelming yeah it's it's not going to be um scaring other teams the list of names um and one thing about darnell mooney uh tony makes a point on there saying he can trust 
Darnell Mooney. I would agree with that. Mm -hmm. There is a difference, however, for Darnell Mooney being the number two guy and being the number one guy. When everybody's giving you the best cornerback to you instead of Allen Robinson, there's a little bit of a difference there. So I hope he's up to the challenge. He you know, I, I hope he is, but I don't, I don't know the answer to that. And, you know, maybe the scheme will be – I think they're mostly counting on the scheme. Oh, yeah. but, but we talk a lot on the Cubs podcast about this year for the Cubs being a year of exploring, I like to say. Mm -hmm. They like to make fun of me. I say exploring, experimenting, finding out what you have on the roster, finding the young guys that can move forward. That's truly what this is for this Bears roster. Like, in, instead of having Julio Jones – you're going to explore what you have in some of these wide receivers. The dangerous part of that is you want to make sure you have enough so that Justin Fields can actually grow into the quarterback you believe he is. Just to get the proper evaluation of him too, right? True. I mean, it's a new staff. It's supposed to be a big year too. Does he have the wide receivers that's going to get the best out of Justin Fields? We have to wait and see on that approach, especially given this a new scheme and all, a lot of moving parts. Um, I will say this for, for like Byron Pringle, a guy that they're, they're expecting to be the number two wide receiver last season with the Chiefs, and that's a great offense in itself. Yep. And you have a, a guy named Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he's all right. Also, yeah, he's, he's pretty good. He did finish ninth last season in creating those explosive types of plays, which the Bears lacked all of last season. And he did that really as a number four. So now he's jumping up to a number two role. Maybe that production doesn't replicate here in Chicago, but he did have um, a knack for making those bigger plays. But, again, you just need to see how Luke Getze is envisioning all these guys coming here and working with Fields to, again, get that proper evaluation of him. Nicholas, I'll give you another thing that terrifies me about that list as a Bears fan. Okay, if you're, even if you're on board with that list of wide receivers and you're behind the scenes and you know some of these guys are good, the NFL is nothing but injuries. If we know anything about the NFL, it's that guys are going to get hurt. And knock on wood, mm -hmm. but take Darnell Mooney off that list for a couple weeks. Luke, then it gets then now. It gets now really what are the scarce. now who are the targets? Take Pringle off the list for a couple weeks. Now who are you talking about? And so he's going to have to count on. He's going to have to count on somebody like Cole Komet to emerge as mm -hmm. the tight end they hope they drafted with the forty third overall pick a couple years ago out of Notre Dame. Like, he's going to have to – maybe this new offense will find ways for Cole Komet to do it. But two seasons in the NFL, the kid from Arlington Heights or Barrington or whatever you want to say yeah. has two touchdowns, none last year, and he started all 17 games. So I hope that Cole Komet can be that safety net that maybe Allen Robinson should have been last year. Mm -hmm. um, but something's something's got to happen because – we know injuries are going to happen on this Bears team. And you, you, first of all, you hope it's not Justin Fields because of the offensive line or the way he plays the game. But if it happens to that receiver core, that's when you're going to find out if it's really thin or not. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. Um, just seeing a couple of the practices at voluntary, voluntary OTAs. Um, Byron Pringle's been making a lot of catches over the middle of the field. Cole Komet spoke to the media last time we were at Hallis Hall. Again, spoke to how Fields and himself have really been working on that connection, not only just off, like on the field, but off the field. So they have that chemistry moving forward. We'll see how that plays out once the season goes. But I want to take this conversation. Justin Fields was confident in the wide receivers. Yeah. Luke, what are, what are you confident in? In terms of <laughs> any part of this Bears team where you feel good about it. Um, and I, maybe I'll start off here. I like – or. What I'm confident that the Bears will do better this year than they did last season is their effectiveness and more so willingness to run the fo football without just doing it to do it. Yeah. That's where it kind of felt like with Matt Nagy. It's like, oh, he was reluctant to commit to it, and if he did, it almost felt like it was forced. Like, the Bears finished 11th in attempts last season. So they ran the ball a lot. They also finished 21st in the league in yards per carry. Again, factoring this scheme, the running backs that you have in this room – I feel confident that the Bears are going to be a more effective running team. And they, look, they have a fullback on their roster. When was the last team that you can even point to? Like, who, who has a fullback on their roster? The Bears Matt do. Suey? Was Matt Suey the last fullback <laughs> for the Bears? They, I think there was one more recent. But that, that speaks to the— Jason like, McKee? Jason, Jason McKee, yep. Shout out. Fullback, yep. So I think there's just going to be more 
more effective runners, regardless if it's David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, they drafted a guy in Tristan Ebner. That's that's one area where I feel more confident in. Is there anything that kind of sticks out to you, Luke, in terms of this Bears team where, like Justin Fields, he was confident in the wide receivers. You're confident in this. I do, I do agree with you that it felt last year like when they ran the ball, it was because Matt Nagy was feeling the heat of oh boy, yeah. fans, front office, whoever it might be, saying, would you run the ball? That's <laughs> all you guys can do is run the ball. So I do think set. you'll see Fields run the ball because that's one of the things that's he's really a, good a factor, at. It? Uh, I, I do think with Herbert and Montgomery, no matter what, offensive scheme is going out there. I like those two guys. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's, that's the safety net that Fields will have moving forward. So the running game, yes. But we all know that the running game really comes from the offensive line. And so the question will be, is that offensive line with the new scheme and the new type of body they're looking for in their mm-hmm. offensive linemen, will those things work the same way the other offensive line did? I don't know, but I would say running game is one thing that I'm – fairly confident in with this Bears team. But other than that, it's just individual players. You know, gotcha, and, and yeah. individual players don't make a great football team. No. I have confidence in Justin Fields. And if he does make progress this year, as some of the people on the chat are saying, that they do agree that's what you're really looking for this season. I just know it's more and more difficult if you don't have the running game, the tight end, the wide receivers, the offensive line – all things that are holes on this team. The Bears took two steps back to try and take one step forward with their new regime coming in. I think it's the right play mm-hmm. long term. Do I think it's the right play for this season if you're a Bear, just a Bears fan? Could be rough. Could be rough. I don't, I can't, you can't look at too many spots on that team and be like, yep, that's where we're better than everybody else in the division. And we were, before we went live, we were talking about the schedule and some yeah. of the opponents they play and where. Well, how many wins are, is this Bears team even projected to get? Or realistically, how many games can they win? It's like, okay, thank goodness you play the Detroit Lions twice. You have both New York teams on the schedule, but there's not there's none of those layups, right? And especially right. with the Bears team, like nothing's a layup with with the Bears in terms of trying to get those um those wins. But I agree, like this this probably if you're a Bears fan is looking for the win total. This is not the season to do that. No. Not 2022. Don't judge it strictly by wins and losses. Uh, I see T3P says Cole Komet had 60 catches. Cole Komet, I'm not saying Cole Komet is a bust by any stretch of the imagination, but he's another guy that's in a prove-it type year, and I think that for him is kind of a, a gift, a rebirth almost in the NFL. He's getting a second chance at life here mm-hmm. in the league. Like, it wasn't going well under the old regime. Maybe the new one will. I look at that schedule, and if I'm being perfectly honest, with they won four games last year? Six. Six or games they won last six year. games? I'm thinking four games this year is what I was going to say. Because, you know, somewhere between four and six. If you think they're going to win more than six, that's op- optimistic in my eyes. Um, you know, we're talking a lot about, as Bears fans, well, it's got to be better. This, you got a real coach, an offensive mind, a real scheme. Okay, there's six games they play with teams that are thinking the same exact thing. Identical thing. New coach, new leadership, Young all of that stuff. Young quarterbacks are a common denominator there, Play too. the Vikings twice. You play the Dolphins, the Texans. Uh, who's the other team on there? Are we looking at... Um, Vikings twice. Oh, Houston has... Tech, Lovey Smith being a new head coach with, yeah. the, with the Texans. Texans. We looked it up beforehand. It's, it's like six games. Six of their games are against teams with somebody new as their head coach. New life into the franchise. It's all going to change when we get a new coach. If changing the coach was the only problem for the Bears, <laughs> we would have been in the Super Bowl a long time ago because they change coaches all the time. <laughs> they unfortunately so, do. So uh, I'm not confident that just a new scheme, a new GM, a new offensive coordinator, and a new coach are 100% the answer. I don't think... I don't think most Bears fans believe that anyway. Everybody knows there needs to be more talent on the roster. Number one, you got to draft better, period. And the quarterback. So start from there. I don't think it hurts. I think it was the right move to change, but I'm looking at four, five, six wins. 
I think when we did our scheduled prediction show, I had Adam Hogan. I ended on seven or eight. And that's again, that's a little higher. I think we had him split with like New York. Yeah, Miami was a toss-up game for Dable, us. There's another head coach yep, that's Dable, new, the Giants. Yep, so with the Giants, so yeah, it's it's not like I said. Luke and I are saying the same. Like in terms of the wins, it's probably not going to be 2022. Look at 2023 to be a, a year where hopefully that win total does go up. One last thing I'll say more. A little bit more confidence in. We were talking about change. Yeah. Matty Rafflus and, and what he's trying to do with this defense. I, you know, I, I like what he's, he's preaching there with the hits philosophy. And just seeing it in practice from the times we've been able to be there, there is an emphasis to rally to the football, to have guys punching at the football every opportunity they get. And, look, turnovers are not – you can't – sometimes it's just really random yeah. when turnovers happen. But – at least they're in positions that if it is going to happen, they're doing everything right to make it kind of happen on the field. Now it's not to say that the bears are going to go do what the Indianapolis Colts did a season ago and be top five in the league and creating turnovers, but they're starting the foundational pieces in voluntary mini camp to try and do so. Now, do they have the, the defensive players to make that happen? We'll see. They have two rookies in the secondary Roquan Smith, maybe Robert that, Quinn. That, that's who I'm confident in. Roquan Smith. That's that's something. I mean, there's there's yeah. someone you can be confident in. Yep, that's that Roquan. No matter what the scheme is, he'll be he'll be good. I, yeah, that's that's one guy you can pencil in, get a hundred plus tackles, and feel good about it. Hey, look at this. Mule Skinner says the dinner bell is ringing. Luke, go eat a corn dog. I don't even know what that means. Uh, I'm uh, sure it's not a compliment, but uh, <laughs> I don't even know what it means. I mean, I haven't. Had whatever. That, yeah. Sure. Yeah, nothing. I haven't had lunch. What do you got against corn dogs? Yeah, I, I don't remember. Last Actually, time. had great corn dogs at Will's Tavern in Lakeview okay. on Friday. Highly recommend their mini corn dogs. Really good. Uh, Mule Skinner, really, really good. Dinner bells ringing. You prefer hot dog, a regular hot dog? No, or I prefer a, corn dog a regular dog. hot dog. But this was yeah, like an too. appetizer of mini corn dogs, and they were actually really good. Nice. Okay. Uh, Will's Tavern, you said, Joey. Okay, we'll seven. All right, cool. Let's check that out. If you're into corn dogs. Yes, got to do it. All right, you guys, the best way to support <laughs> CHGO is to download the PointsBet app and use code CHGO when you sign up. If you, don't do, if you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free share of your choice from the CHGO Locker. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO Locker. You can check this one out that I have on. Luke's also got a CHGO shirt, so plenty to choose from there. And you, anyone you get, you're going to be happy with your purchase. And that's all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit at PointsBet. If you have any questions, you can email PointsBet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out. It's your home for live in-play betting. It just got even better. Introducing Points Bet's new feature, Live NBA Same Game Parlay. Hey, we're in the finals now, Boston and, and the Warriors there, so there's not much time to do this, but you can still do it because for the first time ever, you can build the perfect Live NBA Same Game Parlay only with Points Bet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game, and do you want more? You can also boost your Live Same Game Parlays, Watch Live, Parlay Live, and Boost Live with Points Bet. And now, online sign-up is available in Illinois. You can download the PointsBet app right now and register your account from start to finish, all from your phone. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I hope you are enjoying what we're doing at CHGO. Podcasts, live podcasts every day, post-game shows, uh, pre-game shows. I'll have the Cubs pre-game and post-game tonight. And then it's fun to be able to jump on and kind of mix and mingle. We kind of jump on each other's podcasts yep. every once in a while. Um, so to do Bears is fun. You know, hope to talk Blackhawks and Bulls. And then the weekly CHGO podcast, Sky, mm -hmm. Red Stars, everybody. Um, so we hope you're enjoying that. We hope you enjoy the, the dope merch. Absolutely. We're putting out. By the way, these are comfortable. Oh, very comfortable. Breathable. There's, nothing worse, there's nothing worse these days than a T-shirt that's not comfortable. It's because they've made major <sighs> upgrades to to t-shirts and so i am enjoying that uh the premium written content yep gotta check that out too so be, make sure you become a member um free shirt members only discord all those things all the shows and like you know what i i love the chat i love 
the trash talk. I love uh, people that agree with us. I love people that are just joining in from other podcasts. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw that Fat Boys, he's taking names. He's taking receipts on people are non-believers. He's a believer on this Bears team. Fat Boy, I will say this. I want the Bears to win the division. I want them to beat the Packers. Yeah, I've absolutely. been desperate for it my entire life. Um, but I'm not feeling it this year. Again, I feel like the organization is moving in the correct direction. Mm -hmm. I still believe Justin Fields is that guy. If you had to ask me, who's, who's closest to winning a championship in Chicago, right? The Bulls made a nice jump, but they still don't have that number one superstar who is a true NBA superstar. Yeah. They've got some really good players, but do they have Steph Curry? No. You know, uh, they don't have Jason Tatum even yet, I don't mm -hmm. think. Uh, I don't think they have Jimmy Butler yet. They had him, but they don't have they him now. Him. So him. The, the Blackhawks are a long ways away. The Cubs are several years away. The Sox, we thought were they going suck. to be there. But, uh, you know, the farm system isn't what it was before. So this group needs to win now. So... I look at the Bears and I say they've got as good a chance as almost any team in Chicago. Not this season, but, but if they forward. have the right quarterback and the new front office knows what they're doing with draft picks, which I like the draft picks this year. Yeah, I would have liked to see more wide receivers, but when you have as many holes as this team had after tearing it down, even from where it was, I think, they had the, I think it was the right philosophy. That's just me. Yeah, we, we talked about that too before, Luke. It's like they didn't jump their their own philosophy like oh the bears we need a wide receiver but they have the kyler gordon on the board their yeah. highest rated yep. player take him let's take him jaquan brisker another one that was right below gordon let's take him too and address the secondary that had a lot of holes on him so i like the philosophy that they had there before we go into the the next segment of the show i have to share my play of the week and if you know you follow the chgo bears podcast i have been on a nasty um, losing streak in terms of giving people what they want. Here's something to consider for the people that are optimistic about the Bears. If you go into the NFL future section in points bet, they have Justin Fields over 3,399.5 passing yards. The over is at minus 130. The under is at plus 100. I'm not going to give you, and I'm not going to tell you what to do because <laughs> obviously I've been very bad at this, but for people in the chat, over 3,399.5 passing yards for Justin Fields. You taking it at the over at minus 130 or the under at plus 100? You do that. I'm not going to tell you what to do anymore because <laughs> I'm always wrong. But, yeah, I'm just curious, even in the chat, as we kind of continue to show where, where you at on that, just curious to see how optimistic people are on Fields. And we just talked about all the wide receivers that he does, doesn't have, however you want to put it. But it is what it is. It is what it is, Luke. I want to go to a segment that I actually saw on the CHGO Cubs podcast because I think it applies here for the Bears and how we should view this season. It was maybe, what, a couple of days ago? Maybe a week yeah, ago? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, like 10 days ago. 10, I don't know. Maybe 10 days? Week. Okay. Maybe not quite that long. Um, I guess we're just going to title it How to Cub, right? Is yeah. That, so yeah, I just, I, you know, the Cubs chat is very similar to the Bears chat. There's... There's angry fans mm -hmm. that are that. mad at ownership. Got that. That's similar on, on, on both teams for yep. sure. Mm -hmm. There's uh, the people that believe there's no talent on the roster. There's the people that mm -hmm. believe there is talent and you're a loser and a traitor if you don't believe don't. in the team going all the way to the Super Bowl. We got that. Um, there's definitely people upset about talent being traded away. Talent being traded away okay. both sides. You know, yep. Khalil Mack's gone. How can you trade away yep. Khalil Mack? There's a lot of similarities between the two teams. And I just said, you know, we're here to be, to help make Chicago sports more fun. Mm -hmm. It's just another place that you can, you can come and join in. There aren't too many places where you can join in during a live show every day. And we're going to just let you have the chat. You guys can talk with us. Not, you know, we're not talking to you. We're, we're talking with you. And I say, bear however you want to bear. You know, just like cub however you want to cub. I don't want to tell you how to how to bear this season. If you want to go ahead and believe they're going to win 10 games and make the playoffs and shock people with the new system, I'm with you. Go for it. I'd be happy if it happened. If you believe this is a rebuilding team, 
and that's how you want to bear and you don't want to watch the games, that's your prerogative. Do, I don't do care. Too. You know, I decided to bear last year differently than I ever have in my entire life. I had, I had a baby, and I saw the Bears games, and I saw the roster, and I said, I'm going to bear different this year. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to DVR the games, and I'm going to watch <laughs> them at about 5 o'clock, stay off Twitter, and I can watch the NFL in an hour. There you go. And you know what? Last year, that was a nice way for me to bear. I watched all the games, but I didn't have to watch all the commercials. Luke, I That like- might be your way for bearing this year. I think there's also the people that you know believe the future is coming, and you're willing to sit through it for a couple more years if you're at least going in the right direction. And if that's how you want to bear, that's okay to do that too. I like that. There were long, long days at Soldier Field after some of those games there, Luke. Yes. And that DVR would have been a nice way of doing it. How I'll bear, obviously covering the team, but you watch individual players too, seeing how they can yes. progress. Like I know a lot of people are going to be focused on Justin Fields. What is he going to do in year two with the weapons, his new scheme? Is he looking more poised in the pocket? getting that ball out quicker, looking like he knows this offense despite this being his first year in it. So just seeing how he's able to progress, even though the situation around him is not the best. He can still take steps forward despite the players around him not being the best talent. You look at, we mentioned Cole Komet. Getting into the end zone is going to be big for me. Seeing what he can do as a red zone target, being a big-bodied guy, being their first draft pick a couple years ago in the second round, you want to see him make that jump in terms of what he can do for this offense. You look at the rookies that they drafted, and a Kyler Gordon, Jaquan Brisker. Those guys have been creating a lot of turnovers there in, in minicamp so far. Can they replicate that into these games? Because those are big foundational pieces for this Bears organization moving forward. Another thing, though, and just maybe a small – well, it could be a big thing, too. I don't know how many times I saw the Bears come out of halftime – looking like they were completely lost. Yes. We saw yes. one team yes. make halftime adjustments, and the Bears try to do exactly what they did or make none at all. So seeing how the Bears, Matt Eberflus, Luke Getze, Allen Williams, a defense corner, can come out of halftime and just be prepared for what the other team might do differently, that can maybe make the Bears more competitive in some of these games. But little things like that, is what I'm going to – look, if you want to see how they can do out of timeouts. The Bears, oh, my gosh. How, I don't know how many times, Luke, they call a timeout, they come out of a timeout, false start. Uh, just an illegal formation. <laughs> Things that should not be happening after you call timeouts, but just seeing the discipline that this, this Bears team can have, those are some of the things I'll be looking for, and that's how I will bear as, as we're kind of approaching the 2022 NFL season. I think uh, you're right. It's for me, personally, I will bear watching individual performances. Um, if the f- somebody on there said the floor is five wins, if, if they win eight, they'd be dancing. That, that's pretty much where I'm at, which is just wins and losses. That's kind of how I feel. Uh, I do think change can spark a few extra wins, just like it did in the first year for Matt Nagy. Yeah. But that team was different because it had a great defense to build off of. So... Who am I watching? Okay, I want to see how David Montgomery does. In the, first of all, Justin Fields. Everybody should be watching Justin Fields. I, when he was drafted, it was one of the most exciting days for Bears fans in a long, long time because it was a guy you could look at that you knew more about than Mitch Trubisky. Like, yeah. Mitch Trubisky was the big trade-up, but not everybody knew a whole lot because he'd only played a handful of games at North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't a four-year starter. He hadn't been in the national championship platform that Justin Fields had so you've seen Fields in college if you watch any college football now we've seen a year of him so I want to watch Fields make that next step and hopefully become the great quarterback that the Bears have been looking for for a long long time time. but there's so many other guys on that list I want to see what Tevin Jenkins looks like 20 pounds lighter Mm -hmm. and is he going to work with Patrick and be that Iberflus is talking about he wants that nasty on the offensive he wants more nasty he wants yeah, I think it was Ditka used to say, I want more Grabowskis, right? <laughs> well, that, I think that's kind of the same language they're mm-hmm. speaking there. I want more nasty on my offensive line. Okay, I want to see that. I want to see if Mooney is a number one or can go from a really good number two to a number one. Or where is he going to fit in a new offense? Luke Getze is something to watch. I want to see what he has to offer. Mm-hmm. The crazy part about Matt Nagy is that we, a lot of us bought in, self-included, 
Yeah. Early first season, the boom club dub, all of it. Always he's running the plays. He ran. Uh, Santa Slay, like these creative. Santa Slay. Yeah. He's got all the names for it. The slogans. He's bringing stuff from, you know, Kansas City. He's bringing stuff from Philadelphia. It's going to be exciting. I want to see what Getzey has. You know, it's he's an unproven guy at the role in which he's coming into. So is the head coach. Mm-hmm. So is the general manager. I want to see. I want to see Ryan Poles find two or three guys in that draft where we look at the end of the season and go, well, he was right. I didn't see that coming. And I want to see his draft picks. I want to see Brisker be the next great safety. I want to see Jalen Johnson turn into a great corner. Yep. You know, he's been a good corner. Now he's got another guy on the other side. They're going to try and line it up and make it work. Will it? I don't know. Um, and then... No, I want to see some of the guys that were there have a resurgence, and Cole Komet's one of them for sure. I want to see them get new life with a new front office and prove that they can be big pieces in the NFL. You know, even if this team, like we've said we've said multiple times now, may not be high in the win, win record, there's just so many individual things like that they can watch for, whether it's players, uh, coordinators, how this all kind of comes together as the Bears move forward. You know, another guy that kind of falls into the category where I want to see what he can do, especially being in a new scheme, and he's had a lot of success early on in his career, Eddie Jackson. That's a guy where you mentioned his name in this, probably in the chat's like, forget about Eddie Jackson. I'm done with Eddie Jackson. He hasn't done anything, and I I get it. He has not created the turnovers like he was used to in that special 2018 season, but can this new scheme bring out a better Eddie Jackson that maybe isn't, it will never be that good. But can create turnover, creating plays like that. So that's that's a guy where you know I look at him and in his career he's got the big contract. Can he revert close to what he was doing in 2018? So another guy that falls on this list. But you you mentioned Tevin Jenkins, like what the Bears actually do at the tackle positions. So Tevin Jenkins moved back to right tackle. Right, we thought he was going to be the left. Ta- he was drafted to be the left tackle of the future, right? Originally by a different regime. And he, after playing right tackle at Oklahoma State, they moved him to the left tackle <laughs> yeah. where he was behind Jason Peters, and now he's back at right tackle. And you have Larry Borum, who's playing now the left tackle, and he's only had one game of experience when he was at Missouri. So there's a lot of question marks in itself, but I want to see how it all plays out. Who's actually going to be the starting right guard when, this, when the season kicks off week one against the 49ers? Lots of question marks, but individual storylines that – even if the Bears <laughs> maybe win five games, win eight games, you it could still be compelling just to watch those little storylines. As frustrating as it as it can be to Bears, be a Bears fan. One thing I will say, and maybe I'm you know Captain Negative, thinking that it's maybe five to four to, four to six wins in there. Maybe I'm Captain Negative. One thing I can't say about the NFL is there is not a huge difference Sunday to Sunday. Like mm-hmm. the best team in the league can still lose to the worst team in the league. We've seen it oh, yeah. many, many times on a Sunday. The best team doesn't come out. They were injured. They didn't play as well. They weren't coached to play. Whatever it is. There's very little difference there. However, there is also a difference between playoff teams and championship teams. And so I just want to see the mayors make progress. That, that's one of the things... I just want to see progress. Mostly I want to see Justin Fields show us something, even if I don't believe that the wide receivers are great that he's surrounded with. Show me something. I don't want to see the Bears win three games and have a higher draft pick because they're going to finally have a draft pick. I want to see them make progress and then find those pieces in those drafts that other teams didn't see. You can find great players in the second round, for late first round, so I, I don't think they need a top five pick. I don't want to suffer through the really bad season. You know what I mean? Like some teams are willing, like in baseball, it's easier to do it, I think. Um, trade a bunch of guys away and then come back. I don't want to see that. Jacksonville tried that last year. How, how did their young quarterback look? Exactly. Mm, not that great. Exactly. And they've taken a way different approach than the Bears have. Signing a lot of people in free agency, trying to surround them with talent. We'll see how that works out. 
I see a comment here from Vaughn. You want to see progress, but we're but we say yes. we're winning four to six games. Individual but, progress, Vaughn. And there's, there's different ways of this team growing. The win loss opinion. column does not indicate whether a team is progressing in the right or wrong direction. I mean, you can have the Bears competitive in every single game, and they win four games. If they go out there, and very unlikely, they play the Buffalo Bills, and it's a it's an actual game, and they lose it. That's and they they're competitive in it. You will take that. If Justin Fields looks good in that game, you're, there's progress being made that the Bears are, can stack up to higher competition, and maybe they just don't have the talent right now, and they don't. 2022, they not have the talent that they probably will have in, in next season, 2023. But to, you can make progress despite not having the wins in, yes. in a season, no doubt. I know Matt Peck was on this podcast, and, and he wants to see him go deep more. I agree with that. Like I, mm-hmm. Justin Fields has a good deep ball. I want to see that more with the new speed that they're trying to inject into the wide receiver core. So I'd, I'd like to see him be better downfield. I'd like to see Justin Fields – I'd like to see the game slow down for him a little bit so that mentally it's slowing down, but he's able to get rid of the ball quicker than – he's one of the slower quarterbacks in getting rid of the football – I want to see that speed up for him because the rest of the game is slowing down. You know? Yeah. Like, those are things you can see from fields improve where it may not reflect wins and losses. Um, But also it might, so that's okay too. Like, if it does, that's great. If it doesn't and the record's not great this season, the Bears still can make progress. You can go from worst to first in the NFL. I don't think it's happening this year, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean I don't think the franchise could go from third place this year to first place the next year. It's tougher with Aaron Rodgers there, but he's one guy. Yeah. And nothing I want to see more than Aaron Rodgers get old and ineffective. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm we're sure still waiting. Fans are there right there with you, Luke. One last thing, too. What I've been seeing in voluntary minicamp, Cole Komet's actually talked about it in his press conference, seeing more Justin Fields on the move, whether that is in mm-hmm. bootlegs and play action passes, actually implementing into the running scheme like Luke was actually talking about earlier, Matt Nagy did not do that for some reason. To the amount of, to the extent that he should have, especially given Justin Fields' talent and his ability to throw while on the move, I know we're gonna see that more this season. It's already happening in, in these voluntary mini camps and Cole Komet has really talked about it. So just seeing that wrinkle into the offense how Justin Fields, you're playing to Justin Fields' strengths? What? Like, how, that, that, that's an anomaly that from the last regime, but even something as simple as that, seeing how that can unfold and, you know, help Justin Fields in year two, that's also going to be big for him too. Uh, Bruce and Vaughn and a bunch of other guys are saying, hey, I see eight wins on there a bunch of times. That's progress. Totally agree. Like, if they win eight games, you know what that means? That's going to mean that Justin Fields it's made a, a of lot it. of this progress. That means... This offensive line does work correctly. It means somebody probably stepped up a wide receiver. It means the draft picks on the defense probably help. Like, mm-hmm. all things we're looking for. So, you can have both things happen at the same time. Yes. And you can also have one thing happen, but still make the other move. So, don't I'm, – I'm not telling you how to watch the Bears. I'm not, I'm not rooting against the Bears. I'm telling you there's different ways to watch the Bears this and season. And if you can't understand – or see a possibility that this team might still be a six-win team, like, be a little bit more realistic, maybe. They, this is this was a six-win team, win team last year. There hasn't been any major, major changes. I, I, I think they'll be better. I'm, I'm optimistic they will, but there's definitely a possibility that they're, right. you know, s- still on the same level. Yeah, no, I mean, I think a lot of people just look at the schedule like, all right, the Bears – they can win some of these games, and they probably can, or like we said, too, they, they probably yeah. can find a way to lose. We've seen that a lot, but if this coaching staff does some of the things that we've been talking about in terms of having better preparation, coming out of halftime, playing to your players' strengths, then maybe you do win more of those games than you lost last season. Have you seen some of those throws? I know they keep you guys, like, 500 <laughs> yards Luke, away at practice to, nowadays, but, like um, – you know, the chat's talking about the distance throwing for fields, and, and he was good at that last year. So that's why I'd like to see more of it. Have you seen some of that in any of the stuff they allow you to watch? Yeah, so I, I mentioned, like, Byron Pringle's been catching a lot of passes in these mini camps. Like, there's a lot of over over the middle of the field, 20 to 25 yards, where 
Justin Fields is, and the thing about Justin Fields, he's on the money with those throws, but when it's on air, when he's just throwing to his receivers, for some reason the ball isn't as accurate. But then once you put competition in front of him, for some reason it brings out the best in him. And that's just from the voluntary practices. We'll see when training camp happens and in actual games, but it's like, it's like he almost needs that, that opposition against him. So, like, let's throw that accurate pass. But Byron Pringle's been, been making some catches over the middle of the field and from and most of the other times we're at a vantage point trying to look through 300-pound defensive linemen like, yep, I have no idea who caught that pass, and yeah. we'll never know. There's Jupiter, there's Saturn. Oh, there's <laughs> Justin Fields there's the Bears across practicing. the field. There's the Bears practicing. I see uh, Riley is screaming in all caps, scheme does matter. They can definitely help Justin Fields with that. So we're it's, all looking forward to it. We're all looking forward to seeing what they can do with a new scheme. But Chicago sports fans, if you aren't a member of our CHGO family, what are yeah. you waiting for at this point? Yeah, get on board. Members will have access to all of our premium content from all of our great writers. You also get a free T-shirt of your choice when you become a member. Like I said, uh, Luke and I have have – you could say swag, drip, the fire, whatever you want to use. We got it all right here. And you have plenty of options on this, uh, the CH, all CHGO website. You also get access to the members-only Discord, the CHGO Lounge. And, of course, we have podcasts and live shows on every team, every day. And you never know who's going to uh, show up on any of these shows. So you just got to tune in each and every week. So come join this amazing family that is constantly growing here at CHGO. And if you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is download the PointsBet app. Use that code CHGO when you sign up. You get two risk-free bets up to two grand. And if you make that 50 or more dollars deposit on that first bet, well, you also get uh, a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. Get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. Any questions about it, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and we'll help you out in case you missed it. Online sign-up. Available in Illinois. You can download that PointsBet app right now. Register your account start to finish all from your phone and you're signing up with the fastest sports book. It's easier than ever. So start living your bet life in seconds. What are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I like this. Yep, there we go, Joey. That comment right there from Tony. I don't know about you guys, but I'm fed up talking about it. I can't, can't wait yeah. to see them actually play. Yeah, and we're the last day of May. We're going to turn the calendar, get to June, and we'll still have a couple more months before actual Bears, Bears football is being played. But I'm right there with you, Tony. Like, we're talking, like, you have national, some of the national media saying the Bears are going to be the first round, get the first round draft pick. Uh, first overall pick, Justin could be the Field. Worst, they're thinking they could be the worst they team. could be the worst I don't team. Think the, I don't think that'll be true. No, I don't think that'll be true that the Bears have abandoned Justin Fields because they went defense first in the draft. Like, all these things, all these talking points. We've discussed some of the things here on the CHGO Bears podcast, but like a lot of you, I'm sure you're just wanting and waiting for actual Bears football week one, Soldier Field against the San Francisco 49ers. I, I, that's going to be, you know, if it's Trey Lance, you get to see another quarterback from Fields draft class if that, yep. that ends up being the matchup. You also see Mac Jones in there, Zach Wilson, a lot of those guys. So that will make for interesting interesting games for sure. Let the USFL tide you over. Have you watched any of it? I'm not in on it at all. I, no. I, I was, I'm old enough to remember the first round of the USFL with okay. the Blitz in town. Yeah. Used to go to a few of those games. Um, I, I'm, I'm not into it. No. The NFL has taken over as total king, and that's all I care to watch. The thing is, too, it's like I've watched – I watched a, I won't even say a game, like a quarter. And, like, the level, like, the quarterback play in itself, like, a lot of these plays are not even being completed or right. executed to the full potential. Jim Kelly and Herschel Walker are not on this round of no, USFL. No, they are not. And that, it shows. So, I, I have not watched. Um, but actually, speaking of, of things that we have watched or haven't watched, Luke, have mm. you, uh, have you, dived into anything on Netflix, any new shows that you're watching uh, as you're, you know, just kind of browsing I am around? a TV guy. I do like a lot of okay. television. Most uh, Netflix-wise, we've cruised through most things on Netflix. Uh, I finally went back to having Showtime because I was a big Dexter fan. Okay. And so now I'm finally getting caught up on the new redo of the final season of Dexter, sort of, uh, enjoying that so far. Um, 
Gosh, there's a lot of shows. I mean, I've watched pretty much everything. The Obi Wan is like you. Obi Wan, I just start. I just started the first. I am a Star Wars guy. I've watched the first half of the first episode okay. of Obi Wan, and I liked the Mandalorian. I thought Boba Fett wasn't as good as the Mandalorian, at least in the first half of that season. And then I loved the second half. And I'm hoping Obi Wan is better than both because yeah. that's a character that you remember from like oh, for absolutely. me from my childhood. Like I mean. Star, I, I saw Iconic. Star Wars in the theater as a kid, like the original. So you're talking to an old guy here, Nicholas. You're, like, <laughs> you're talking to somebody that's seen it all. Like, And I have to admit, like I watched all the Star Wars later, probably, yeah. th- probably like three or four years ago where I actually caught up on everything going on. But now, I'm, I mean, I love that, that whole universe and like everything that goes on in Star Wars. I don't know why it never clicked for me when I was younger. Yeah. But... I appreciate everything that they're doing now and all all the things that they have in terms of shows, but Obi-Wan's definitely something that I need to check out. Stranger Things, I haven't started it yet. No, neither have I. I'm afraid of starting Stranger Things. I will, but I'm afraid of starting it because the first season was so great because the kids were, like, cute. They were little, right? And it was like... It was every 80s movie I'd ever watched. It was Goonies mixed with Poltergeist, mixed mm-hmm. with E.T. But now the kids are getting sort of to that almost awkward age uh-huh it's <laughs> like you. uh luke from modern family <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where, where all of a sudden he hit the sage i'm like he's not funny anymore he's just kind of <laughs> weird um, so i'm not i i will watch stranger things but i haven't started it yet so i've watched two seasons of it i have not watched what this now they're in season four if i'm not mistaken i heard the yeah. first episode of this season is it's tough like there's a lot of a lot of things going stranger on things and, yeah like like, it's, it's like a, dark and scary dark and yeah dark definitely definitely dark but uh i have not uh, tune into that. I did see uh, Top Gun Maverick. You did yesterday, see it. and I really enjoyed it. Like um, I, I had seen the original one probably when I was like ten years old. Yeah. So seeing, well, you got the Maverick a little. You got a little, you know, nice short on the side. I have you my a little avi- Maverick coming aviators in. over yeah. there. Like I'm, I'm hooked on it for like I'm the whole look. Like once it becomes Halloween season, like I'm, I already know what I'm, I'm doing there, but. Uh, yeah, if you haven't seen that, and I know, Luke, you're, you're yeah, planning I'm, on I'm, seeing that, yeah. definitely go check it out. And maybe watch the first one before. Like, I watched the, the original one once I got home from the theater just to see, again, the similarities and how it all played out. But, yeah, definitely a really good movie. There aren't too many movies or TV shows that have a few beats of a song that you know it instantly and you're excited yeah, about it. Like, yeah. Star Wars is one of them. Right, the galaxy far, far away mm-hmm. starts going, and people get excited about it. Top Gun for me in my childhood is one of those. You hear the bell toll, yes, and they yep. start playing, and like boom, instantly you're into Top Gun. Mm-hmm. I got the need, I got the need for speed, Nicholas. Yeah. So that's I, I am definitely going to see it, and I'm glad to hear that it's good, because most sequels that stretch out that long, for instance, I was thrilled when Caddyshack Two came out. Because I loved Caddyshack, and then it came out, and I was like, <laughs> "Why did it come out? <laughs> why did they ever do that?" You know, like when they usually wait multiple decades for a sequel, it's not usually a good thing. But you're saying it's good. It's it's really good, um, and you have to see it in theaters. I know eventually it'll come out on on Blu-ray or even maybe some of the streaming services. But I think that's a movie. Go to the theater, and if you can be in one of those seats that moves, like we, my family and I weren't in one of those, but. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely one of those. You got to take it in at the theater and just enjoy it. Enjoy it for what it is. Hundred percent. I'm seeing Guardians of the Galaxy has the beats. Yes, it does, uh, Riley. I know Joey can appreciate that too, being a Marvel fan. Love it, love yep. it. I just watched all of What If recently. I was I way behind seen, on that. I have not that's seen any of that. That's a show on Netflix. It's a show on Disney Plus. It's a it's a big Marvel thing, Luke. You know. What if I've I've watched some of the Marvel stuff. I thought it was it's good. Most of it's good. I haven't watched the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I watched the, uh, what's the bow and arrow one? Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Hawkeye watched. Either of you guys are uh, breaking bad guys because better yep. call Saul is now getting into it's, it's the mid season finale of its last season. And yeah. that, mm. that has some started that really phenomenal reviews. And I'm a huge breaking bad fan and I stopped okay. better call Saul, but I got to get back into it. Me too. Absolutely. In fact, that might have to be the next thing I start watching. I'm also finishing, um, billions. Okay. Yep. And that is taking a total dive for me. I'm, I'm getting uh, to the point where I'm not even sure I'm going to finish Billions. 
That's the worst too. If you, you I don't want to ruin anything. I'm just gonna say it's taking a dive. Then doesn't live up to expectations. But look at this. You can get on the CHGO Bears podcast. You can get some Cub updates from from Luke here. You can get some movie show updates. Mm. You get it all here, and that's why you need to make sure you're following everybody. But I just want to say thank you, everyone, for tuning in to this Tuesday edition of the CHGO Bears podcast. Luke, thanks again for stopping in and making this a fantastic show. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Yeah, it was fun I, hanging out, these, talking to little Bears. These crossover shows, uh, I'm digging it. We had we had the Bulls guys on earlier, and who knows? We're out to dive into Blackhawks at some point, the sky, and keep it going. But um, just make sure, everybody, you're following us on all of our social media platforms, CHGO underscore Bears, CHGO underscore Sports, the CHGO underscore Cubs podcast. And make sure you also have the notifications on on YouTube. And we're also on Instagram and TikTok. Go check those out as well. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Everyone enjoy the rest of your day. And until next time, bear down, Chicago. <laughs>